Okay, on this week's episode of On The Judy, we have Moses Odebajo. What's happening, mate? What's going on? You pronounced it right. Yeah? <laughs> decent, decent. What's going on? No, I'm good, man. Injury-free? Injury-free, man. Into the break. Just feet up now before the, the madness starts again, man. Saturday, Tuesday, bro. It's, <laughs> it's intense, man, to say the least. Yeah. Um... I'm just going to go straight into it. Quite, I'm going to start with quite a deep, deep topic. Um, you lost your mum young. Correct. Um, and you just grew up, just you and your brothers. I lost my mum as well. But um, with, when I lost my mum, I kind of took a turn for the worse. I started because my dad wasn't strict. He moved in and he couldn't control control me. And I was out there just doing a madness. How did you stay grounded if it was just you and your brothers? You know what, man? Everyone, everyone actually asked me this. And it's like... Funny enough, we were talking about it in the car on the way here. Like, you just kind of go into survival mode. Like, I can't look back now and think and say to you how we actually got through it. Like, the one thing I do remember is there was never a time, like, to to sit around and just and feel like shit. Because I knew me doing that ain't going to change how I felt. My brother would be like, look, I'm in the same situation you're in. Yeah. And then my oldest brother just went to prison, which I didn't know for, like three or four months because he weren't living with us at the time. Well, you so. do get told he was on holiday or something. So Tom was like to me, ah, oh, yeah, he'll be back in a bit. And then a letter came through and I see the big HMP stamp <laughs> on the envelope. And I'm like, huh? He's writing to us from Belmarsh. And Madness. Then obviously, uh, it made sense later down the line. But no, I think I just, at the time I had people around me who, who just helped us push forward, man. And, and made, like, just, they just made us realise that it wasn't, it wasn't as bad and, and don't get me wrong there were days when I wanted to sit at home and, and eat shit and yeah. and do nothing there were days when we couldn't even have a warm shower there were days obviously when when, when the electric gone man them in the house <laughs> everyone's just sitting there in the dark like all of this stuff yeah, happened well. and you just laugh about it man and I feel like to this day like that's what has pushed me to 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 never give up man yeah did you understand like what's happened like mum like when I when my mum died like people are telling me your mum's like really sick like she might not survive and I'm not I don't understand like oh you're like you're chatting shit like mum there's, there's nothing wrong with my mum like and then it happens and then I'm like rah like, she's actually gone and then I'm straight back onto the street like literally I come back yeah. from the hospital went straight back I think I robbed the ped the same day and started <laughs> doing the madness did you actually know what was going on nah same as you bro like I was literally on my I was on my I'll never forget I was on my way to Kingstonians so I was uh, about to get on the train. So, do you mind if I ask how old you were? Uh, wow, 13? 13. So I was, I just left school. So my first year of college, I think I'd done two lessons and then it happened in yeah. college. Yeah, so. So yeah, I never forget I was on the way to training and my stepdad was like, yo, you need to come back now. I was like, yo, the train's literally about to pull up. I was like, no, nah, I can't wait. And when I found out the news, I literally just froze. Like it didn't, it didn't hit me even until up until the wake, was that the wake? Even at the wake, when I saw her, like, no, it was at the wake, sorry, when I saw her, because they, like, they opened up yeah. the casket. I looked in and I just like, that's the first time I've ever seen a dead body in real life, innit? So I didn't know what to expect. I looked in and I'm just seeing, I'm like, no, that's not my mom. Like, yeah. this has got to be banter, innit? Surely like, she's just going to come out and surprise us. And everyone was crying their eyes out. I just stood there. I was like, yo, I ain't buying this bullshit. Closed yeah. that thing, sat back down, got home, 
then literally I went to the bottom of the like the block and like I just just I just broke down like just literally started crying my eyes out and I was like this is the first and last time I'm gonna cry because I knew that she wouldn't want she wouldn't want us to be like this yeah because everything she did was was for us you know what I mean so it was it was a thing where I'm just gonna let it out even like to the extent of when the funeral happened I just took a day off school and I didn't tell anyone at school yeah and then like the man them came around to check me and they, they were like yo why there's so many cars here like what's going on and I was like oh yeah I just I'm going to a funeral then obviously they put two and two together that oh this happened and I yeah. was like look don't tell anyone because the last thing I want is for for man them to to come around me and be like oh I feel sorry for me because I don't want I don't want you to feel sorry for me like you know what I mean so that's that's the kind of stance that I took towards it man I think I was pretty similar I kept it kind of quiet I think I told my football team because I went and played football the next day and then I remember that they had a team huddle and left me out of it and then like you see some players like looking and stuff I'm like let's just play the game and I think it's like one of them ones like I was usually getting subbed off and I played 90 minutes I was thinking I was like they must know or something, something weird like that and then someone's the player whose mum gave me a lift was talking about parents and stuff like that I was like oh this is mad but anyway um Moving on. Thank you for um, opening up. A lot of people find it hard, but it gave you the strength. And now look where you are. So, first club, Leighton Orient. What's what year did you get signed? Years. Wow. Not like the date. Yeah, like, nah. How old were you? Like when you got signed? I was obviously sixteen. Um, just left school. Um, was on a freaking merry-go-round in terms of scholarships up and down the country. What, trialing? Trialing. Um, Mill was obviously my last club while I was in school. Uh, my stepdad tried to mess that up for me. <laughs> Not asking for too much African, money. You know, African dads, stepdads, or African parents in general. Education, education, education. Oh, okay. Don't get me wrong. You need you always need a backup plan, as as we know. Um, but yeah, he literally was like, you can't go to day release. I don't know if... Remember day release? Yeah, so like, yeah. If you were a scholar, you would... If he was a 16, you'd go in with the scholars once yeah. a week. Um, so that training session once a week, I was missing like a lesson that I had every other week. So if I missed it, I wouldn't have that lesson for two weeks. Okay. So anyway, my dad calls the head teacher at the time and, and just says to her, like, look, he's not going to, he's going to stop playing football. Um, wait, wait, without talking to you? Yeah, like he's like, he's going to stop playing football. Um and he's going to take this education thing seriously now. Like, now I'm kind of raising them. These times, he wasn't even in the picture. Like, Oh, mad. <laughs> he, was, he was going back and forth. Uh, cut a long story short. Like, he took it hard. He took okay, it yeah, harder yeah. than all of us. Yeah. Um, but one thing he wanted me to do was finish my education. So I was like the cheek of this guy. Like, he's, <laughs> he's not even my dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Millwall in the end was just like, I can't, we can't give you a scholarship because we've not really seen enough of you. Um, but the under-16s coach at the time, Larry Larry McAvoy, I think his name was, he was like, look, I know Wayne Burnett down at um, Leighton Orient, so you can you can go there and have a trial. Like, I think I think you'll do well. So then I went there now, obviously, um, travelling from south to east was, it's a myth. was trenches. It's a myth, it is a myth. <laughs> it is a myth, man. And in these times, it was the period when, you know, when you leave school and your Oyster card, uh, runs out like so the free travel yeah, runs yeah, out yeah. so then now I'm, I'm like yo I don't work my brother's my brother's at um, 
Oh, what's the thing called now? Protech. Protech. I was there with him. Uh, brothers at Protech now. So he was getting a bit of money in. Um, so I, was like, I can't really keep stretching him. So my neighbor had like a um, under 16s oyster still. So it was yeah. free travel. So now I'm using that now. Um, I I get through like the six week period of the, of the trial. I've got one game left to play. And then, so basically the scholarships touch yeah. and distance. Yeah. And I'm just like, everyone from the ends has always wanted to be a scholar. Like, it's, this is the dream. Like, the, the cut off white socks, the <laughs> the Gucci wash bag. Like, this is it. So then anyway, we play, play QPR at home. I don't know if you all remember a kid called Angelo Bellanta. Yeah. No, I know so anyway, he was playing left wing and I was playing, I was playing left wing, funny enough. So then like, I think it was like 10 minutes to go. Wayne Burnett pulled me and was like, ah, oh, I want you to go right back for the last like 10 minutes um, against uh, Angelo Bellanta. Um, like you'd be fine. But I didn't say anything. Yeah. But the look on my face was like, so he was like, oh, if you don't want to do that, just come off. So I was like, huh? All right, cool. Like, I've got my scholarship. So rolled <laughs> off, off the pitch now. And then I think there was like four of us um, on trial at the time so three have gone in come out yeah everyone's budding them. I'm the last one and I'm just thinking I'm like why have I got cold feet here like I should like this should be in the bag yeah anyway I've gone in there now and he's just like he's listening to all the good stuff and I'm thinking anytime this happens like there's always some yeah, sort yeah there's of... always a big but so then at the end he's like I'm not going to give you a scholarship then anything Everything he said after that just went in one ear, out the other ear. I literally just sat there and I was like, this guy's taking, you got to be taking the piss. Surely. Like, yeah, I've been here for six weeks. Bossed it. I've, I've done well. Like the, 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 the boys like me. So then he's like, look, a player, I feel like a player needs to be able to play anywhere on the pitch. And then he just, he got up and walked out. And I just sat there, bro. I came out of the room. Like I can look at, um, I'm looking at all the boys' faces like, have you got it, yeah? And I was just like, no, nah, I didn't get it. On the tube back, like they were trying to be humble. Yeah. But I knew they were buzzing in it, but they didn't want to say too much on the tube back. They were just like, no, like you go again. And I'm like, yo, you don't, don't understand. Like it's different. It's different for me. I'm the, I was the only one from South there as well. So okay. I'm traveling another hour. Longer trip home, especially with bad news and stuff. These men, you know what I mean? They all still live at home. Like, and I'm just thinking, yo, what am I going to do? And I just sat there in the summer. And I just see it on Sky Sports News. It was like, Wayne Burnett's left uh, Leighton Orient <laughs> to go to um, Dagenham and Redbridge first team. So I just started this pump. I started beating the floor, everything, screaming. I rang the guy up at the time. He was like the head of academy. I said, yo, I want to come back. He's like, yeah, come back. Cut along, fast forward, did the same six week trial, the same day, one game left. And I'm like, okay, it's in the bag again. Yeah. So I'm on the platform now, talking to one of our best friends, Ash. On the phone to Ash, I'm like, shouting up the platform. Like, I had, had my HM tracky on, had my big rucksack. I was just gassed, shouting, shouting, shouting. Next thing you know, I just get a tap on my shoulder. I was like, excuse me, mate, do you know you're being very loud on the platform? It's British Transport Police. So I'm like, oh, sorry, officer, I didn't mean to. Like, shout. He's like, furthermore, let me um, let me see your Oyster card. Oh, no. And I was like, 
<laughs> you don't need this. I was like, I think I've wrapped it. So then uh, you can tell that I've stolen. guilty, yeah. You can tell I'm guilty. So then I'm like, oh, think, 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 think. Then I just started blurbering out just shit. I was like, listen, I'm going to try it later. I was like, I've, I've got to get this. Like, look, this is not oh, this is on the way to the game. Yeah, yeah. so I'm literally, I'll never forget. I was on the Stratford platform waiting for the Central Line to Newby Park. I was like, oh, I got on my knees as an officer. Please, like, I can give you, I can give you the, um, I can give you the the manager's number. Like, look, it's on my phone. I'll give it to you right now. You can call him. He was like, all right, cool. We'll call him then. Wow. I was like, oh my God. So I rang him now. I was like, Andy. The minute I said, Andy, policeman snatched the phone out of my hand. He's like, hi, I'm so-and-so, DC, whatever, uh, whatever. whatever. Um, can you just verify that this guy's who he says he is, et cetera, et cetera. So he did it. Um, then he was like, look, I'm going to let you off this time. Just go and, go and get the scholarship. And I was like, you know what? Thanks a lot. Yeah. So then played the game. After the game, they're like, look, we have to speak with the owner and stuff just about the incident that happened. So I've gone all the way back to South thinking... Not again. Like, not again, yeah. surely. So then the next day I had to go back to East. So I'm like, if these dickheads have sent me... All, <laughs> if these dickheads have called me all the way back here to tell me I've not got it, oh, I'm going to fight someone. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm done. So anyway, cut a long story short. I, um, I was offered the contract, man. And then 200 appearances later... We move <laughs> better, better. Um, so what? You're you're 16 when you get offered the uh, scholarship. Yeah. You make your debut at 18. You make a few appearances, and then you start. Did you know you was gonna start, or was that like a shock? <laughs> nah, I didn't know I was gonna start. I was actually out the night before as well. Fuck it up. Because yeah, we had I think six loanies. Okay. So anyone I big? Just thought, anyone big? Yeah, uh, Jamal Campbell-Rice, um, Calvin Andrew, um, had, I think Jamie Ness at the time, he was from like Rangers. We had a, we had, we had a lot of low knees, man. So I just thought like these lot are going to see out the season. Um, just going to be, I'll probably get another like two minutes at the end. Might not touch the ball, but as long as I finish on the pitch. Um, get your little appearance bonus. Get get the bonus. My boys were there, family were there. Like, what more could you ask for? Bots into the change room, like slightly tired, but it is what it is, isn't it? Like it was one game and the manager just pulls over the team sheet and I just see my name. But like at right back, so not even in my position at this time. So I was just like Nah nah, this is a double <laughs> this is a double L, like <laughs> I I got in at probably two o'clock. Yeah. I'm playing now I'm playing, but I'm playing freaking right back. I said, yeah, like I bet you're dying a Red Bull as well. I'm freaking taking all the electrolytes, everything. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like 12 Forbes just was like, you know, just relax, like, do what you like. Don't feel nervous, like, do what you can do. Like, we know you're a player, so the rest will show for itself. And then um, just fed myself into the game. You know, it is when you're young, man. You kind of just, first couple passes, you just try and play it safe, defend well, get tight to the ball. Yeah. Then before half time I think just picked up the ball in the halfway line and then it just started just started driving forward and then before I knew it I'm getting closer and closer to the box and players are making runs off of me screaming for the ball and I just I just see the stars man <laughs> I see the stars and I'm like look as long as my head's over the ball uh, and I go through it then this is going to be on target Yeah. and as I've kicked the ball my head's down before I had time to even lock up 
I could just hear people shouting and then the next three or four minutes was just madness. Like I'm getting body piled and <laughs> I'm getting elbowed in the head. Like I can't breathe, but I'm I'm happy. I'm like, I'm relieved. Like it's just mad. And then I get up and I look up and I just see like my, my, my name on the board. And, Better. and I just said, yo, like this is, is this the feeling? Then I, I see my family in the crowd pointed to them. And I literally was just like, yo, this is, this is crazy. I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch the Football League show. <laughs> <laughs> See how many followers I've got. Yeah, decent. Um, scoring on your first start at 18 must be nice. Um, so you finished, that was at the end of the season or was that yeah, like towards the end? Yeah, the end of the season, yeah. Literally uh, last um, game. Then you go back in next season, first team player, obviously, but as a right back or as a winger? No, nah, so you funny, had, it, was, it was both. So I, pl- I played... I started right back and then I think he realised that I could offer a little bit more going forward. Okay. So then I ended up staying there and then that's, that was the year that we reached the um, uh, playoff finals. And okay. was, I think, third. We didn't drop lower than third all season. Decent. Scored there, didn't you? Scored. <laughs> Scored a few, to be fair. But yeah, yeah no, that was, a, that was a good one there. Yeah, but scoring at Wembley, like, how many people can say they've done that? Not many. Like I said, like it just, like when I look back now, it doesn't even seem like that was me. Like it just, it doesn't seem like that, that's something that I've got, like that I had and that I've, that I've done, you know, but it's always, it's always memorable to score there, man. Like especially yeah. the, the the way it happened. But obviously we didn't, we didn't get promoted, which is what everyone would have wanted. Yeah. But it's still an achievement. Yeah. hundred percent. Personal achievement. For my family. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, but you're kind of playing it down. I know you didn't go up, but you're kind of playing it down. Like that's usually, you're like a young lad from South London going to Wembley. Like, how are you feeling? Like the day before you, what, what did you look wear and stuff like that? Is it a big day out or just like, oh, take it as a normal league game? This time, this time was like it, it was a day out. So we went there the day before. Everyone took photos. We was there just like admiring everything. Like we were in tracksuits. And then I was just like, to be fair, I, I out of all of them, I wasn't nervous. I was just more like, I was more like sure of myself. Like I yeah. just thought, you know what? As long as I enjoy it, no matter the outcome, like I'm gonna, if I enjoy it, I'm gonna play well. Yeah. Um, and then obviously that that sets me off, chest, uh, chest, and then left foot volley. And then, then take my top off and get a yellow. <laughs> so I'm on eggshells for the rest of the game. Um, then obviously to add to add an assist at, at Wembley, bro, is just it's incredible, man. But bad at all. It just like even when I look back at the playoff highlights, man, and I see the goal going, I'm like, yo, that's not that's not me, man. Like, it's not, it's not like still to this day, but it's 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 something that I am proud of, man. And as much as I want to play it down, like it's. It's an achievement. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, it's a big one, man. Did you take a penalty? Nah, this is where I should have. I should have stepped up, man. But I shut. I shut myself a little bit. Like I just thought, I've done. <laughs> I've done my thing enough. Nah, <laughs> like, let you... me not go and let me not go and do too much. Because knowing me, I try and dink him or something. And then... nah, you got to push the boat, bro. You're scoring at Wembley, and then I do a, do a look man or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I don't, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not on that. So I just thought, you know, and then. I was young, so I had cramp in places that I didn't even know you can get cramp. So I'm thinking, if I try and take a penalty and I, and I seize up, like, and it could be the one that could win us the game and I, and I don't, then all the hard work, all like, 
the 46 games or whatever we'd gone on leading up to that would have been for nothing yeah. over us over one one minute of madness. So I just thought, you know, I'll take my goal and assist and, and leave it to, leave it to the mandem. Oh, decent, decent. Um, but you've done enough in that game to get a move. Where'd you go after that? Um, I went to Brentford, man. It was mad because I didn't even... I didn't think I was going there, if I'm honest. Like, I was on the, was on the beach with my missus and my agent's, like, ringing me. He's like, yo, you need to get home now. Like, you need to get home now. <laughs> He's like, I've still got, like, a day and a half. He's like, no, no, you need to get home. Like, we've got to talk. We've got to talk. So then the day after, he was like, okay, we need to leave. So we left. Um, so then I was jet-lagged. We'd come back from Mexico. And then um, I had, like, five missed calls. Didn't answer it. Um, Sorry to cut you. <laughs> When you were in Mexico, did you go Coco Bungos? Yeah, yeah, I went Coco Bungos. Best we club I've ever been to nah, in my it life. Is, it, is, it is crazy, too fair. That was cut short because someone sp spilled drink over my missus and then kicked off. We had to leave. <laughs> nah, nah, I didn't kick off. We had to leave. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, did your missus kick off? Yeah, of course. She's not a sick head, is she? Nah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> depends, depends what, what, what level we're talking. To but be nah, fair, she's... None, of that, none of that alcohol out there is watered down, so I don't blame her, but yeah. Yeah, it ruined the night to be fair. But but yeah, so we um <laughs> we got back, it was jet lagged and then um had five missed calls, didn't answer it. And then, like the doorbell's ringing and I'm just like, huh? It's my agent. It's like, yeah, get get <laughs> get changed, like we're going to meet the Brentford owner. So I'm like, yo, like I've not even like I've not even showered, like yeah. let me at least shower. She said, No, no, we need to go now because he's waiting for us. So I rang um Wait, wait, is this off the back of the, yeah, playoffs, yeah? the playoffs, yeah? So you're still kind of in dreamland because you scored and that and you played well, but still... Yeah, still like, you, we're in League One, yeah. you know what I mean? And Rotherham now we're in the, in the Championship. So anyway, I rang Kevin Lisby at the time because he was like, kind of like my mentor. He was kind of like looking out for me. So I said to him, yo, like, this is who are coming in for me. Like, bearing in mind during that season, like, a lot of agents, you know, like the game is in it. Like yeah. a lot of agents contact you saying, "Ah, oh, this club's interested, that club's interested." So then, when I found out I'm going to Brentford, I was just like, "No disrespect to Brentford at the time, because they just they just got promoted as well." Yeah. But I was just like, mm, "I'm not sure about this." And Kev was like, "Look, I've never heard anything like this in my life, but you need to leave the club because <laughs> the managers, the the owners, selling it to some Italian guys or whoever okay. they were at the time." And he was like, so like all the, I wish you all the best, but you need to go. If you don't go by, I think it's today, at a certain time, you'll be in this club and this club ain't going in the right direction. Yeah. So then we met the owner, walked past him in the street, didn't even clock it was him. Like, he's a diehard Brentford fan, so he's wearing like Brentford training kit from <laughs> 10, 15 years ago, hiking boots. So then we called him called him he was like where are you he was like oh I'm outside so and so he was like we walked past there like we would have seen you yeah. so we've come back now I was like oh this guy like <laughs> I was thinking I didn't even know like I didn't even know you owned the club so then um, we agree agree terms um, then I realised now I'm going for a million pound like, I'm just like fuck it no. your life just life comes at you quick <laughs> life comes at you fast sometimes and I'm moving now I'm moving from South East to, to West London in the space of in the space of a minute I only literally just got off the plane a day ago and I've yeah. done a medical and now I'm looking at flats like it's just it was it was a whirlwind man and and along my time there I met 
met some great people, man. Now that's, that's, that's a hell of a story, to be fair. Um, while you're at Brentford, you do well again, playoffs, but you only get to the semi-finals. Did you like un, in the run-up? Did you think, oh, I'm going to Wembley again, or was it like, are you like a level-headed person, or do you ever get gassed? Me mm. personally, I would have got gassed and thought, you know, I'm going to Wembley again. I would have rang everyone like, but get your best clothes. We're going to Wembley. I don't know, not this time, man. <laughs> like we um, we played them twice in the league, and it was like longest nineties. The aggregate was, I think, like six, seven nil just Shut from up. the two league games. So even to get in the playoffs, we were we only got in there on the last game of the season due to um, goal difference. Oh wow! So we were like, raw, like why are the fans on the pitch? <laughs> so then we found out we were playing Borough, and then when we just like, don't get me wrong, everyone would have loved to have gone, but. The squad was so young and they had it like their squad was so experienced. Like yeah. They knew that like, it didn't phase them. Like you could tell when we went out there, we were just some young kids from League One, just excited to be like we were just relishing the opportunity to to be playing on Sky because like we didn't really get many Sky games, you know what I mean? So yeah. when we did get on Sky, it was just everyone wanted to try and do their bit. But when you're coming against the likes of like Lee Tomlin and Albert Adoma in their prime. You know, and, and you're coming against people who are nervous and scared. and yeah. Whereas normally, if the sky cameras weren't there, these men would take the ball. They, we, like, we killed teams that year. But the minute the cameras are out there, because of the age and our experience, it, it, it does show. Yeah. Well, that's another achievement. I'm counting three achievements. You're scoring at Wembley. Actually, four. Scoring on your first start. Scoring at Wembley. Getting a move for a mil and making the playoffs. It's not bad, isn't it? When you feel, when I say it, to be fair, it doesn't, it isn't, it isn't bad at all, man. But it just, like I said, it just doesn't, it just seems more like I'm looking at someone who's achieving all of this. Whereas when I'm in it, I'm just like, yo, like it's go time. Like, yeah. In my head, I don't see like what I've achieved. I just see that there's still way more to, to achieve and I'm not going to stop kind of until I'm where I feel like I belong, which is, which is the top. Uh, um, you're only at Brentford a year and you get another big move. How did that come about? You must have done your thing. Like, <laughs> no, like, you know what? We give just... yourself some props, man. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. We we enjoyed that year, man. On the pitch, off the pitch. Like, it just, what we was doing off the pitch just emulated on the pitch. Like, it just, it. we all clicked. Like, yeah. we were friends. Like, it's not, it's, it's rare that you can go to a team and you can sit next to man and just be able to like, just vibe. Because there's some teams you go to and you sit next to people and you're like, don't know what to say now. Like, yeah. Whereas in that team, you could literally sit next to any of them and just be like, yo, it's 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 time. Like we can just kind of, we can go wherever we want to go, do what we want to do and, and just feel, and just feel relaxed. And I feel like that, that showed onto the pitch and Brucey, Brucey came knocking <laughs> when I got the call. Let, let me stop, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. So, obviously, it's your first season in the champ, yeah. And you got you're talking about the squad, like everyone's it's like good vibes and stuff. Um, was there any mad stories you can think of? Um, I'm trying to think of some others. Um, the one. The one that probably springs to mind was in Portugal, um, and the players obviously 
we're enjoying that team night out, team bonding, should we say. Um, and the players decided to, only God knows why, but decided to just leap into the to the fish tank and just start doing <laughs> brush, start doing breaststroke. What? Um, but it's not moving anywhere. And these times, like the <laughs> the depth of the water in the fish tanks, probably not even reaching above his body. And I'm just sat there thinking, yo, what have I, what, <laughs> where have I signed to? And everyone's buzzing off it. And like, even in the restaurant, like it was like an Irish type restaurant, so like, you know, like Irish like they were kind of just like, yo, take your Guinness, just do what you want to do. Like, yeah. We don't, we don't really care as long as you don't trash the place. And then, is that because you're Brentford or is that just? No, their I just vibes? I think just in, in general, I think they they know that people go there and get hammered. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like they they're used to it. So I'm thinking, yeah, like they they're thinking we're just gonna get hammered and then yeah. move on. So then we get hammered and then my guy jumps into the pool. I'm, uh, Wait, is he the, closed? Is he, he was in full clothed? He just jumped into the fish tank and I'm just like, right, like, there's fish in there. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking about the fish. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> so you're just chilling and he just thought, fuck it. Yeah, like he just... Let me go swimming. He just thought, but everyone was buzzing off it apart from me. So I was just like, is my humour, do I need to check my humour or this ain't funny to me like and then obviously after a while then he's jumped out and he's soaking wet and then he's obviously gone back to the hotel and then he's come back to me us later on and I was just like this is if this is what I've signed up to look, only God knows what's, <laughs> what's in store for me man oh uh, well Brucey comes knocking big Steve Bruce yeah Brucey came man like, when he rang me I was just like yeah. double takes I was like who's this he's like yes you know like, he's like you know who it is kind of thing. I was just like yeah, no, nah, I do, I do, I do. Sure, you're like, how'd you get my number? Like, oh, I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask. And then I, we just come back from like holidays with the boys. So I'm like, Bruce is on the phone. <laughs> then everyone's listening. And he's like, look, we want to take you, man. And I was just like, raw. He's like, I've always said I wanted to take you. Like, because we played them like twice when I was at Leighton Orient. Um, and I did well both times. So he was just like, look, we, we've always wanted to take you. And we've just been relegated. So like, now's the time. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, you've got to tell me twice. Like, just tell me when and where I need to be. And he's like, all right, cool. We'll sort, sort the details out of your agent and we'll go from there. So then next thing I know, I'm on, I'm in the car going up to Hull on the M-Way. And then before I know it, I'm <laughs> like, like I said before, the whirlwind continues, bro. I'm seeing 3.5 million, you know what I mean? Like, Let me a tenner. <laughs> Like I'm seeing that on, on Sky Sports News. Bro, that's 4.5 mil <laughs> in two moves. Bro, it's, it's my, I'm seeing that on Sky Sports News. Everyone's congratulating me. I'm just like, now I'm moving into a changing changing room with international players like Tom Huddleston, Michael Dawson, Jake Livermore. These guys are like my teammates now. And I'm just like, I'm a... Are you starstruck? You know what? I think for the first... For the first couple of days, like just walking around the place, like in the training kit, like these little things that like, when you put in the training kit, you're like, bro, um, <laughs> this is what I'm working now. Yeah, <laughs> right, cool. It feels better than the Brentford one. Doesn't like it? it does, like the fit the fits a bit better now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can I can see myself in this. Um, but no, I think after like the first day, I started training with them a lot, and then it was like you kind of just earn your respect through training and, and games, and then the minute you do that, like you just don't you don't look back. What the um obviously you said some big names. Um what are they like? Are they have they welcomed you into the team or are they like hard on you until you earn your place? 
Um, I think a bit of both, man. Like a lot of them were, were, were laid back and chilled. Um, but until you earn your place respectively, like you don't really gain that that respect that that you get when you are like in the in the first team, should I say? Um, but when man know when they know you're a baller, like it, it's a, like it's, it speaks for itself. Like I think that year, me and Andy Robertson, like we were just a threat, like on on, on each flank. Yeah, and then that respect just it blended off throughout the team. And then even though we were probably we were the youngest by by a distance, in the you team, and Andy yeah, Robertson, yeah, um, we still had the same respect that players were given to players who were 30, 31, 32. Do you um? Just gonna speak on a couple of players you played with. So Andy Robertson, because you mentioned him. Um, what he's doing now for Liverpool? Did you see that coming when you was at, when you was with him, or is that just is are you just in shock? Like, Raul, I didn't know you had it in you. You know, a bit of both, man. Because he's always had like the t- determination, like to to never stop. Like, um, he took his chance at Liverpool because I think Moreno got injured. I think one game. Yeah. And because up until then, I'm not sure what Klopp was doing because. He was in a trade move with like Kevin Stewart came to Hull and he went the other way. Um, but up until he obviously is taking his chance and then you, you're, when you're playing in a team at like Liverpool, your standard only, if your standard doesn't rise, then something's, something's going on. But yeah. when, you're, when you bop into training every day and you see the training session marked out, if that doesn't motivate you enough, like, I, yeah, I don't think anyone deserves to be a footballer. And if you don't improve as a player, then you got to ask yourself like this isn't this isn't for me anymore. But credit to him, man. Like he's he's pushed he's pushed down on the gas pedal, man, and he's not he's not looked back. Yeah, so Champions League under his belt. It's not and bad, is it? It's just it's just go through the roof, man. Yeah, and it just shows, man, that you can never you can never like you can always you always have to fight for more, man. Like I just feel like he's like I said, he's not he's not looked back since, man. And and look where it's got him. Yeah, another one of your teammates. Um, who has gone on to bigger things, but getting quite a bit of flack, like Harry Maguire. F- fuck it. Is he as bad as people go on? Like, you've played with him. Bad? Nah, no, no, people, not bad. He gets no hammered. <laughs> he gets hammered. And you must look at certain things and think, like, right, like, really? Like, come on, man. Like, you're better than that. You know what, man? I think it's easy for, it. like, everyone's a professional footballer when they watch the game. Like, that's the truth. True, yeah, true. Everyone can be in the prem when they're watching at home. Even me, I'm telling Messi sometimes through the chops. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's life. But um, I just feel like he's until you play with him, you understand. You'd understand how good he is. Like don't get me wrong, there are times when he's made mistakes. Like everyone makes mistakes. Look at Carl Walker the other night. He made a lot of mistakes. And then Roy Keane say, Roy Keane saying he's a car crash. Like it's it's the you know what I mean. It's the Roy it's King's the it's the game anyway, that we're in, man. Um, I just feel like it's how he reacts to the adversity, man, and 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 the pressure, and knowing how he is. I feel like this he's not going to let it phase him. Yes, he's had a, a tough, a tough couple of months, but his quality, his quality is going to shine, man, for mm. sure. Uh, um, you're at Hull, another promotion push, another trip or potential trip to Wembley, but you actually make it again this time. Talk us through the this day out now. Oh, this was this wasn't a day out. This was like this was like going goals. <laughs> Serious. This was yeah, man. This was just like, like the only difference was just a packed packed goals. So we just <laughs> suited and booted this time. So I was just like, yeah, you know what? 
we're going to win today. Like, no disrespect to Wednesday, because you know what I mean? Because they, they played well that day. Um, but, you know, you just wake up sometimes and you're just like, today's going to be a good yeah. day. That was, what, that was what that day was like. Was that the was that the vibe throughout the whole team or just yeah, your vibe? That was the vibe. Like the manager knew that. Like the manager knew we had quality, like in abundance. Like he knew if one guy on the pitch just does something magical, game's done and dusted. And that happened to a T. Like Mo 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 Diame picks the ball up and just hits it from 20, 25, whatever it is, yards, and it just flies into the bins. So it's like it's just that day for me was just like yo, no matter no matter what it is, we're gonna we're gonna win regardless, man. And for me, it was just like my family here. I need to try and do something mad so that everyone, <laughs> everyone can be like everyone can be going mad and everyone can get uh, and recording. And and the best thing for me was just when that ninety minute whistle hit, just celebrating and after seeing everyone and thinking yo, this is mad. Um, a Premier League player like it's it's crazy man like, I'm gonna be rubbing shoulders with Mahrez and Leicester and all of those big big clubs you know what I mean yeah it's just it was just so, like, they couldn't have gone any better listen you've got to lend me a tenner you know because that's another <laughs> get me that's another, <laughs> that's another cash drop <laughs> get me um, so you Going to the summer. I'm not going to talk about summer stuff because you must have lived your life then. Um, pre-season, you go in. First day, what's it like? First day with a different badge on your kit this time. It's the it's the lion. <laughs> yeah, it's the proper lion. Now. Yeah. Um, no, it was just for me. It was just like, yo, this is something that I've been waiting for my whole life. So it's, I'm not going to address it no different. To have addressed the pre-seasons before this so it was just felt fit felt hungry and I just felt ready man um I can't ask this question did your money double is that is that a is that a rumour is that, that does that actually happen it happens um mine doubled <laughs> but we'll, talk, in, we'll talk about the tenor outside of it <laughs> not in everyone's case some just go up by percentages but, oh fair enough uh mine doubled <laughs> All right, so preseason still, still buzzing. You're, you know, about to rub shoulders with the with the elite, yeah. with elite. Then you get injured. Talk us through what happened, how you got injured, and what the injury was. Oh, um, I try and try and speed it up a bit. Um, we played Grimsby away just before my birthday. Uh, I think it was like two minutes into the game. You know, sometimes we play non-league team, uh, non-league lower league teams. Sorry, um, their their players are a bit at it because they're thinking, "Yo, if I impress, maybe." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, surely you've been in them shoes before. Yeah, yeah. Like, it happens. Like you play against teams better than you. You're thinking, "Yo, if I do a madness here, the manager might say, "Yo, who's that?" Because it happens. Sam Lucas signed like that a whole. Um, so anyway, their left backs just took the biggest touch in the world, um, and obviously I've just tried to shield the ball but he just basically ran into me and then my foot's just planted, but my kneecap's just gone out to the right and then oh. flung back in. So I was like, yo, like, it's it's okay. Like, I could carry on. And I took another step and I've just dropped. And I've got out of the shower and it's just ballooned up. And I'm thinking, yo, this is mad. Like, I've never had a muscle or bone injury in my life. Yeah. Like, what's going on? 
and then um, gone to the um, gone for a scan. It's come back now that I've dislocated my kneecap, so they need to reattach this ligament that connects um, from the outside of your kneecap or the inside of your kneecap to the inside of your leg. So I'm just thinking, yo, this is like, like this is nothing that I ain't phased. Like I've, you don't I've need through. that, though, it? Like, yeah, we, we don't. But I feel like it just makes the story extra spicy. Like, yo, he's come back from a knee injury, and like, you know. So I'm yeah. thinking, yes, this is light work, man. Like everyone's telling me, yo, just like take time, like chill. I'm thinking, yo, like, I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm cruising. Like, I'm doing stuff three months in that you don't do until like four, five, six months down the line. So anyway. The press are like starting to build it up, like yeah, he's coming back, like joining the Premier, like he's coming back to help the boys. Um, like he's he was one to watch, um, so I'm thinking, yeah, this is it. So I've gone to cross a ball now, like during the rehab session, and my leg just gave way. And I looked down, and I can't straighten my knee, I can't oh, straighten yeah. my leg. Sorry. So you're back on the pitch. So your rehab's gone well. You're oh no, so I'm just about to like complete rehab. Yeah. Okay. So I'm basically, I've got probably two or three sessions left of the rehab, but I'm doing like, I'm sprinting, stopping. Yeah, feel good. So I feel good. Mental state, all good. All then good. I've gone to cross the ball now. Um, like I said, my knee's just locked and I've tried to, I couldn't straighten my legs. So I'm like, I don't know. So I've looked down and I've just put my finger through my knee and it's just sunk oh. and it's kept sinking. And I'm like, nah, this ain't right. And then... Physio's come and he see he knew what straight away what it was like you fractured your kneecap, and I'm like, huh? I have a fractured what? My kneecap. So anyways, like I'll show you. So then they've gone into like the room where like the ultrasound is. Yeah. So, an ultrasound, sorry, X-ray. Um, and then you can see it just looks like a biscuit, like it's just been broken in half, oh. and it's just like that. So he's like, we've got to operate on it. So then now I'm like, okay, this is gonna push me back to like. March, April now. Is your um, head gone now? Head. So then now, when I've heard the news that I'm going to be out until then, I'm like, all right, now my head's gone. Like, we're going to get relegated. Where, we're like, my knee is basically, I've gone from having a dislocation now to a fracture. That's, these are two major operations. Yeah. Then now, my scar's mad. Like, I've never had a scar on my body. I've looked down and I've got one big line going from there to there. I'm sat at home. Like, I'm thinking, yo, like, I can't even bend my knee properly. Like, a machine I had to I had to put my leg in the machine, and it, you press the button, and it literally just gets your knee used to like bending. So I'm thinking the days when I used to wake up and just think, yo, like, I think I'm at my lowest here. Like, I can't, I can't fight anymore, man. Like, I can't, can't hide it anymore. Don't get me wrong. There were days when taking it out on like family members didn't didn't really listen to anyone. I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I need to, I need to put a brave face on. Like, I need to just fix up. Like, this isn't, this isn't me. Like, I need to stop that. Like, I'm not, this, I'm not that guy. Like, home life was shit. Like, going out, spending stupid money on stupid things that I didn't need. Um, are your, um, you know, like you just said, you're going out and spending money. Are your friends taking advantage, or are they like, no, are they trying to keep you? They, like, you know what it is, man. Like one of them's in the room. <laughs> like at that at that point in like in my life, you couldn't tell me no. So it was like no matter how hard they wanted to stop me from doing certain things, if I wanted to do it, I'll do it. Um but I just wasn't happy, man. Like I was earning the most money I've ever earned. But I couldn't I wasn't happy physically. I couldn't move. 
if someone pressed the doorbell, I'd have to shout out the window. I'm going to be two or three minutes, not because my house is big, but because it, <laughs> it took me a while to get yeah. down the stairs. Um, was the spending like a release for you? Like, get me out of the house. I just need to yeah, bust the bank. I think it was just, it just took my mind away from like the, the bigger issue. And then it just, you just get to a point where it's just like, you just try and find little avenues that can, keep you away from actually using your brain to to think and to reflect and to open up about certain situations. Um, so then obviously now I'm back on the road of recovery. Um, can see light at the end of the tunnel and then my knee gives way again during rehab. So then I'm thinking, nah, you've built me up just to just start mm, like taking it. my bricks down. Like what what is this? So then we've we've been relegated now, and then the doctor's like, "Yo, you need to do nothing for three months. So your summer's done." So my head's gone. My summer's done. We've we've been relegated. Half the team's left. Did you at any point did you feel like a prim boy, even though you didn't play a game? At at the beginning, I did. Then towards the end, I was like, I can't even earn. I can't even own the status. Like I don't. I was just like, take all the money. I don't care. Take everything. I just want a working knee. I just want to be able to drive. I want to be able to run. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would have traded it for the world. Um, so then anyway, that I, I lost that summer due to rehab and just letting my knee heal for three months. Um, and then when I finally finished my rehab, it was only then when I realised and I looked back that I was probably depressed and I needed to, wow. to talk out about it. And, and then, you, none, no one thought, oh, like, come like chat to me and no stuff like thought, that? During all of it, none, no one thought that. Friends don't like offer a, a helping hand or an ear. Is that because they don't know, or is that because you don't want to talk about it? You know, what, it's both, man. Because they can't. They feel like they couldn't relate to me back then in terms of because it's different. Not like it's we live different lives, but I can explain a certain situation to one of them, and they might be like, "Okay, I understand you," but I don't feel like it's it's something that I can relate to if that makes sense um I'm just trying to think of like a like a situation so in terms of like it was hard because we'd have a conversation like he'd be like oh, how are you feeling today Mo? I'd be like oh, just a general question yeah like, I'm not great but me opening up to my friend wouldn't make me feel any better if that makes sense it yeah. would just it would just make me feel like okay like I've said to him that like he knows that I'm not in that type of mood so I can't like he, he knows okay cool I'm gonna try and ring him two or three days later I'll make sure he's in a better mood yeah. get sh- get shit together more like you can do this etc etc but back then I wasn't I wasn't trying to hear like ah oh, it's just gonna be alright because I was I was just fed up I was fed up of hearing like it's gonna be alright like I guess all of that ain't getting your knee better yeah it's not I was like it's not getting my knee better it's like people would be like yeah we're um we're walking on the journey with you we're we're here with you every step of the way. But you're not. You're not. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, you ain't been butchered. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your your knee's not, half your knee's not numb. Like, I'm I'm going through this alone. So I can't, like, I didn't, I forced myself not to hear other people. And I felt like that was probably the main problem which pushed me to do stupidity and not listen to other people. Because I didn't want to hear. Like, yeah. I, I felt so sorry for myself that, People could be saying to me, Mo, like, I'm here to help. But I didn't want to take that. 
Mm. I just, I wanted to, at the time, I wanted to focus on the short-term things that would get me feeling good for the night, the evening. Yeah. And then, that sounds like I'm drugs, but <laughs> no drugs involved. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean? Or go and buy an expensive coat or something and be like, yo, this is, this this is mad. mad yeah. me. You know what I mean? But it's, it, it's only now when I look back at it and I'm like, rah, like, you're actually depressed. But you didn't, you didn't even realize you were depressed. Yeah. That's what's that's what's scary about it. Like, nah, a lot of people, a lot of people go through it. Um, what would you say? There's a lot of people that are in have been in your shoes. I don't. That injury sounds a bit mad, like dislocating your kneecap. But what would you say to someone who has got a long term injury? Or what would you? What would they want to hear? Like, what did you want to hear? Like, looking back on it now, what did Mo, the whole City player, want to hear when he was in that state? I feel like probably like someone who's professional like to I want to say like a mentor not even a shrink maybe a shrink I guess but even then I don't know if I was in the right state of mind to have gone to a shrink and mm. been 100% honest yeah you said um a professional would an ex-player who suffered similar injuries yeah I think that would that have helped that would probably have helped a lot more than going to a shrink because if I would have went to a shrink back then I probably would have just gassed up the thing and been like yeah I'm fine man I'm yeah, just, just you know what I mean so but if I've gone if you go to someone so I'd probably say an ex-professional who's gone through like the ups and downs and he knows he knows what what's coming my way to kind of assure me that yo this is going to be a bumpy ride like you need to make sure you open your mouth when you're feeling bad when you're feeling low like don't lie because that's just going to eat you up and little did I know <laughs> That's what it did. Nah, good. Nah, it's good things here, and I don't think there's anything out there that help helps players in that situation. Like, I don't know. I'm, I've never been a pro, but I'm sure the PFA say they have certain things in place. But you was a prem player at the top, and you're yeah. losing your you're losing your head with your closest people. Who only you only want to show you love. But um, yeah. Hopefully, some things get something gets put in place in the future. So you get relegated and then are you still at Hull or? So my contract was up. So, so your whole contract was done injured? Three years. So two, I played a year and then the other two years was injured. Just like rehab coming back and set back. So then they offered me a new deal but I just turned it down. I just thought I need a, I need a fresh start. Just a clean slate. Did, um, did you think I need to get out of Hull? Yeah, I just felt like I just wanted to clean, like nothing to do with the club. But I just felt like after two years of being injured at one club, for me it was just it was just enough. Like, and there was a lot of just darkness that was just like just that like associated with the club at the time due to injury and whatnot. So for me, it was just like I need to, I need a fresh start. I need to, I need to move. Where did you go? Um, funny, funny enough, I ended up. I went back to Brentford. Um, <laughs> were they? Were they? open to having you back or did they say yes hurry up like come yeah, inside so they they were like at first just come come back and train just keep fit so I was like you know what I don't mind because I was supposed to go to Celtic in the summer um, then I failed a medical so that just pushed things up in the air and I'm just like are you thinking you... football's done um, no nah, I thought like I'm, I'll always get a club but I just depended like it just depended where like if and it was going to be what level if it was going to be league one champ or you know what I mean um so then anyway, Brentford were like, look, just come back and train. So trained for a bit and then it just felt like home. Like I just like I felt like I never left. Was Fish Tank Boy there? 
Oh, no, 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 he left. <laughs> he left. Um, the style of play had evolved. Obviously, the game always evolves. So I was just, I was enjoying it, man. Like, I enjoy playing good football. Um, and then the manager said to me, like, would you sign? And I said, look, of course I'd sign, like, just to, like, see what happens, you know? Yeah. Um, then I signed there for a year. Then he left. <laughs> he left shortly into it. So that kind of flipped the coin. But it didn't stop me from playing the games I needed to play. To, to get my name kind of out there. Yeah. Did the new manager, like, was he having you? Or did you think, oh, I've got to impress another person? Um, A bit of both, I think. Because I was playing out of position as well, so it didn't really help. But I just said to myself, like, after two years out of football, I'll take I'll take playing in goal right now. So <laughs> so I got to, I just got to, I, I got to do what I got to do until until my time's right, man. Yeah. Um, How was it in the end? Did you finish well? Did you not do well or...? Um, I think we just missed playoffs. Um, I think on a personal note, it was good for me just to tell my brain that, yo, you can back. you can still kind of kick ball again yeah. because on the mental side of things, that injury, injuries play a like, long-term injuries play a mad part, like mentally, like you get yourself, you get your brain <laughs> telling you like, yo, you, you still that player. Like you try and knock it past someone and it doesn't happen and, you, and your brain's like, yo, I don't know if you're you're as quick as you think you are anymore. Like okay. it's just these little things that bite away and chip away at you. So I feel like that season was just more of a season for me to like a bounce back season, and and the club were happy for me to to sign a year, and and it benefited both of us. Man, that's decent, man. A lot of people don't don't know that about long term injuries, like the the struggles you have to go to to get back to the, like you say, get back to the person who's flying down the wing. Um, signed a year. The year's done. Did they offer you something new or did you did your agent ring up and say? No, nah, he um he basically just said to me that look, I don't think you want to be a like a second choice. You don't want to be a squad player, I know you don't. But I don't feel like um I said he said, I don't feel like when I have my two starting fullbacks, I feel like you'll be on the bench. And he was like, I know you don't want to be on the bench because you want to go out and play minute uh, yeah. get games. Um so I feel like for me, I might, I'm probably going to kick myself at this, but um, we're going to let you leave for free. So I just said, look, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Without you guys, obviously I wouldn't be here now. And I, and I walked out. At least he was honest. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you go? So now I was a free agent. So immediately I rang, <laughs> I rang Brucey. <laughs> um, just said, look, he was at Wednesday at the time. I just said, look, I'm, I'm free agent now. Like, let's, let's get this work. And he was just like, yeah, like, let's do it. So then the day after that, Went straight to Wednesday, signed. Didn't get announced, I think, till like July. So I went through the summer knowing that. Yeah, you really sorted, yeah. So I'm thinking, look, it's a massive club. Like, it's on paper, this team's a joke. So then anyway, beginning of the season, this guy leaves. So I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Not again. He's gone to Newcastle now and I'm thinking, hmm, that is there. Yeah, he might, he might, he might take me with him. Can, yeah. I, can I get in or... <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know you dropped ring. him a text. Yeah, I was like, all the best, all the best gaffer, <laughs> you know, obviously if, you know, hopefully it goes well. I said to Clem, yeah, like, Clem, you know, obviously when it goes well, let me know, I'll be here. Didn't reply, so I was like, yeah. What, blue ticked you? Yeah, blue ticked, bro. So Treat I just you thought, like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know what, man, he's, he's, he's prem now, isn't it? So he's, he's probably changed his number. Um, so then obviously we get, we had an interim, we had Lee Bullion for a bit. Um, and then my body now is just starting to just like break down, man. Like just don't even have to explain it, but just I'm starting to feel like everything, like 
just like, I feel like the walls were falling off. And then on top of that, it just mentally, everything just started just spiraling out of control in terms of questioning again, started making stupid decisions on the pitch. Like, yeah, I was going to say, is this, is this affecting your performances? Yeah. And I'm just like, what, like, what's going on, man? Like, giving pen, I've never gave away a pen in my life. Give, gave four, four or five pens away in a season. Wow. I gave two pens away in, a, in one game. <laughs> Did you get dragged? Dragged as well. Oh. I'm just like, what's going on, man? So anyway, new manager, Gary Monk comes in and obviously he's obviously seen the team so he knows what's going on. Um, and he's basically said to me, he's pulled me and said, look, like you're not in my plans, like you're fourth, fifth choice. No way. And he's, then now he's got me questioning myself, like even more, like I've been told I'm fourth, fifth choice. I've gave away four pens in the space of the season. Like I can't catch a break. My body's just spiraling out. Like my body's my body can't take it anymore, man. Like it's just mad. Like there's so many compensations that I just can't deal with. Um so then Saturdays for me were just soccer Saturdays, green tea. <laughs> um watch Jeff and Merce. Um You're not even going to the games. Nah, I'm not even going to the games. Um so you're at ends, just you and your your missus. Yeah, me and my missus. And just chilling on a Saturday, shopping. Just chilling. Just chilling, watching the results come in on Soccer Saturday, green tea. Then, there was, I think it was like one day when, I'm trying to think what happened now. I can't remember, I saw something on Instagram anyway. And it was just about like, um, how much we sleep, like in total throughout our lifetime. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, huh? Like the figure was just mad. Like we're like, like, yeah. silly amount of years, isn't it? Yeah, we're asleep for mad years. So then I just said, yo, like I think that that like, it's just something weird like that just made me think, you know what? I need to, I need to fix up, man. So then I just said I need to seek help from like like a physio point of view, but for like from a different like from a different opinion. So. The physicians I was going to see, they all had the same opinion. Yeah. So I was like, I need to find someone who's got a different opinion to knee surgery. I need to do what, so I started investing in my body. I started doing, going down certain avenues, started investing in my mind. And then before I knew it, like the piece of the puzzle was just slowly starting to come together. Obviously not at the speed that I wanted it to yeah. come together at, but I'm starting to feel a bit better now. And in training, I'm starting to feel a bit more agile. So anyway, I start to get a little run in the team. And then the lockdown happens. Wait, wait, wait. Stop there, stop there, stop there. Um, while you was going through your bad patch, I know fans are very vocal, yeah. especially on social media because everyone is the strongest person. Everyone's a pro. Everyone's won the World Cup on Twitter and Instagram. Are you getting any flack? Yeah, I was, in their eyes, I was the worst player to ever grace the football pitch. Like, to give away two pens in a game, I think that was probably the lowest point <laughs> in my career up to date. Like, I, I, I didn't even want to look at social media. That day, I just said to myself, you know what? Do not disturb. Where's them two apps? Just hold, hold them down, just deleted them. Because I was like... Did you ever find yourself replying to some fans? Or you just... Nah, because just... it was a battle I'd lose. Like, I knew, like, uh, I've known for when you're a footballer, you're in the public eye and you're, you are an entertainer. If you don't entertain... There's always going to be someone who doesn't like it. Yeah. 
So I knew it would be just uphill battle if I started replying to one, I have to reply to another. Um, there was a time when I did reply actually, when I think- I knew you'd lose your head, I knew it. I think someone can't, maybe can't uh, use the C word. <laughs> Or the, like they, they I think I'm sure they use the c word. Don't worry, we can bleep that. If and you want. I was just like, nah, 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 nah. In what walk of life does a man get called a cunt and you don't say and you don't retaliate? I said, nah, never. So I've replied now. You just remember said, what you said? Nah, I just vaguely, I just like in any job you're in, that c word should never leave your mouth. Like, yeah, it doesn't make it right. Yeah, I know I'm not having the greatest of games. But that should never leave your mouth. I was like, have some respect. And I think some of the other fans jumped in. Um, what, to back you? To or? back me, yeah. No. And then I've, after they backed me, then they've gone back to hammering me. <laughs> but in a polite way. So then I've just ducked back out of there because I didn't, didn't want to see all of that. So then um, I'm starting to like get back into the swing of things. Body's feeling well. Uh, mentally, I'm feeling well. And then lockdown happens. Um, and during lockdown, I just said, you know what, like, this has come probably the best time. Like, let me refresh. So then I turned the garage into like a gym. I just, I just said, like, I'm going to make this my safe haven. Like, I'm going to make this a place where I can go to. And anything I say on, on or write on my whiteboard is between me. Like I'm getting it out there. Yeah. It's between me and myself. Um, so I did that every day as the days were going on. Like people, I could see people moaning about lockdown. Like, I, personally, I enjoyed it, man. It just, it made me hit the refresh button. It just yeah. energized me. It gave me time to work on stuff that I didn't have time to work on, man, like mentally and even physically. Um, what sort of things? Because not everyone, like you say, not everyone enjoyed it. Like you say, a lot of people were moaning. And as footballers, because you're so you're you're so regimented, like you wake up, go training, everything's done for you. And now you've got all the time in the world. You've built a gym and you're working your mind. What sort of things were you what are you doing? Um, TED Talks, thanks to that guy over there. <laughs> um, just, just like, I'm trying to think what um, what the word is now. Things that you'd say like over and over and over to yourself. Um, I can't remember. Uh, I, don't, I, I yeah. can't have. Affirmations. Um, Cheers, cameraman. <laughs> <but>. Cheers. <laughs> um, a lot of affirmations. Um, writing out weekly goals, monthly goals. Um, daily goals. Um, oh, what's this thing now? The three W's after after each day. What went well? Um, EBIs, even better ifs. So I had a little journal, just um, getting all of those downs. And sometimes when you when you see it on paper and you and you read it, and you're like, wow, like this is this is crazy. Yeah. And then when you compare two days to each other, like one day I could have been saying I could have done even better if I did so and so. In that day, I'm saying that's one of my what went wells. So you can you can see the comparisons. Um, the affirmations helped a lot. Um, I felt like breathing in terms of just calming my calming myself down, man. Because it was just like I was so I was so eager to prove the fans wrong. Do you know sometimes in ball when you when you try so hard, you end up being shit. It goes, <laughs> it goes left. the other way. Yeah. So. I felt like I just needed to just say, you know what, forget the fans, forget, like, let me just get back to the Mo I know, the one who every game was like going to goals and just playing for hours with my boys. And until I get to that level, I'm not going to enjoy the, the game anymore. 
um, had some interviews, podcasts, Instagram lives, and just when you speak about certain things, yeah, it just it makes you realize that you you like that view where I was saying that I've gone from like it doesn't like I don't believe that's me. Yeah, it makes you realize, yo, that was me. Yeah, proud, like own it, be yeah. proud, like that's who you are, that's who I am. And I feel don't like... Go, don't go back to that person. Yeah. yeah. And it, 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 it was like a reset that I needed, man. And then after that, the trolls, all of that stuff didn't didn't affect me, man. Even bad games didn't affect me. Like, mm. I just... I said to myself, yo, it is what it is. There's always... There's a, there's a game on Tuesday for me to play in and, and, and to, to shine in. Yeah. Um, so the footballing restart button gets hit, but no fans... Are you back in the in the fold, or are you still trying to impress um, the manager? Still trying to impress him because he's now trying to make it very hard for me to oh, get back in the team um, by giving me a lot of different excuses. Um, and, and I'm not going to do the Danny Rose thing. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but I ain't going to do the Danny Rose thing because um, I ain't got time for that. So I just said, you know what? Like, if that's if that's the reason why I'm not playing, all right, I'm going to go out there and work on it. Yeah, if that's what you feel like, that's the reason. Just don't bullshit me. Like, just I, I'd rather know why, so I can work on it. Yeah, I'm not gonna just rot here for two years because that's not me. Like, so he sees that I'm working on stuff mentally, physically, and it's paying off. Like, I'm starting to get games, and then before I know it, the season season's finished. So I'm just like, it's bittersweet, you know what yeah. I mean? But I just thought, you know, it gives me even more time to master all the wants, things yeah. yeah master all the things that I know I can do and that he wants me to do and is it paid off and I feel like it's paid off man like this this year started most of the games some Decent. out of position but when you say out of position what do you mean so some left left wing back some right centre back because we play 3-5-2 so by trade I'm technically a right wing back yeah. but at the minute well at times I've had to fill in at right centre back because we've had a man sent off and uh, and so on. But you've learnt from that first late in Orient track yeah, game. <laughs> I've got to play anywhere. Yeah, keep your mouth keep your mouth shut, man. And look, it is what it is. What's it? it what does it feel like playing with no fans? Because it's you made it sound like them heckling you on Twitter and obviously you're not playing well, they must have been giving it to you in the stands. Does that have a good or bad effect on the on the on the game? Um it's the the only difference is you don't get it live and direct. <laughs> you just get it. It's staggered. Yeah, like you get it an hour later when you go on your feed. Um, but they're still watching the game. Like our fans are mad. So like they they all um eye following and you pay. I think it's like ten pound or whatever it is. So they they're all watching the game. Okay. So the only difference is like I said, it's delayed. Yeah. Yeah, delayed <laughs> delayed response of the game. So. But what what. Does it still feel like you're still playing football? I know it sounds mad, but do you get what I'm saying? Like you it work, does. you turn out, and then there's there's no noise, and there's just a bullshit crowd noise that they play. Or yeah, does it feel I like an under twenty threes game or something? I feel like for me personally, it doesn't change anything. The only thing it changes is, you know, sometimes we do their mad runs in terms of you've taken on like three or four, and you and you know what I mean. You've put a good cross in, and yeah. fans applaud you. Yeah, it, little things like that, or you've closed down him he's possible they've closed him down and he's part you've gone on a mad one and then you get that oh well done yeah, the like, crowd boost yeah you know what i mean you don't really 
So you kind of have to motivate yourself. And now for me, I'm just like, yo, I'm always going to be motivated with or without fans. So it doesn't it doesn't change much. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think you're like the first pro who's given their opinion on it. And yes, thank you for it. All right. Just gonna do a quick fire round, yeah. Um, best player you've played with? Um, probably Tom Huddleston. Best manager? Probably Mark Auburn. Worst trainer? <laughs> Alex Bruce. <laughs> or Steve's son? <laughs> no oh. wonder he didn't call you when he went to Newcastle. Um, best stadium you've played in? Uh, Etihad. Better than Wembley? Yeah. To just... be fair, Wembley, you've been there a few times. So you can't. <laughs> um, changing room clown? Uh, Robert Snodgrass. Is that Fishboy? No, no, no. That's um, someone else. Player most likely to be a manager? Shay Dunkley. Best atmosphere? Leads away. Scary times, that. Um, most money you spent on a night out? As a group? No. You, <laughs> on a night out, you've been stung with a bill. Hmm... Oh my god! Six. 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 Did your missus know? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that bank statement was straight into the shredder. Oh. Yeah. Um, biggest fine you've paid? Uh, last season. Um, accumulation, though. So, like, up. If that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, 900 900 and like 50 quid what was that for? like just sloppiness like lateness leaving things outside and then time like spinning on the wall times 5 times 5 and oh. then it was all due at one stage that's mad yeah. that's mad um, most memorable moment? Um, probably yeah the last like the first training session I made back um, after my knees like the smile on my face was mad like I, I was just I was in the middle for the whole time in the boxes but I'm just <laughs> I'm just smiling like it was just you know what I mean through I don't know however many days it was like, but just to be out there for me was just it was just the, the craziest feeling ever decent um, what would you have been if you wasn't a footballer uh, only <laughs> <laughs> I think probably a rapper, you know. Hey, you know what? The mic's there. Hey, I'm sure we can get a beat oh, or something. Okay. Drop a, a quick eight or something. Oh, I can't even take myself seriously. Um, <laughs> nah, you know what? Something to do with sport, man. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. What? So, I would have been... I would have probably gone down like physiotherapy, you know. Wait, wait, wait. So the rapper was just... Nah, rapper was a joke. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to finish off, um, biggest regret? Um, regret? Wow. I 
Mm, I have to think now. Probably not not opening up when I had the chance and the people around me to open up to. I probably should have used them more than I actually did. Moses, cheers for that. Thank you. No worries, man.